I'm Armand Siraji. And I'm Jimmy Malone. And we have a very special guest here today. Um, so our previous episodes, we've had mainly athletes, uh, student athletes coming in and, and speaking about the sports that they play. But we're very uh, honored today to have Coach Sucre with us. Coach Sucre, how you doing? Uh, doing great. Uh, really excited to be on and uh, talk about uh, an exciting uh, opportunity that we have for, uh, for Clayton Athletics and, yeah. and for the community in general. Absolutely. Um, so kind of like you mentioned, a very exciting opportunity. Um, so this field has been a while in the making, uh, finally broken ground. So first of all, how does it feel just to see something happen in there? Uh, for me personally, it's been a, uh, a really long road that went back to uh, when I started coaching baseball here, which actually the spring of 1996. And shortly before that time uh, was when Field 7, its previous name, uh, was actually built. Um, I think that was in like 94 and then in 95 they, they grassed in the infield and throughout its history it was uh, overused and underloved. Um, it, it, it was certainly a benefit to our, our baseball players obviously but also to our physical education classes and then the community in general uh, where numerous uh, soccer games were played uh, on that field as well and, and, and all of that um, for, for really good reasons uh, stressed uh, the ability to have that field be uh, what it needed to be for for everybody that used it uh, community and then uh, in high school so uh, about a little more than three years ago a uh, former uh, social studies teacher at Clayton High School and baseball coach as well Dr. Adzik who seemingly everybody I've talked to at least uh, uh, just had genuine affection uh, for him as a teacher and a coach and educator in general uh, he was inducted to our Clayton uh, Hall of Fame School District Hall of Fame, and his son, who is a uh, physician uh, out east, um, wanted to, you know, kind of give a tribute to to his father, uh, who had also was a graduate of Clayton High School and also played baseball uh, on his dad's team, and so he donated a, a significant amount of money for us to start the project, and uh, from there it was uh, a lot of uh, fundraising uh, with. Uh, in, in a neat way, uh, and mm -hmm. for me, a historic way, where there were uh, there, there were individuals uh, that, uh, because of their affection for Dr. Adzik, who uh, maybe don't even live in town anymore, want right. to support the cause. There were uh, numerous families uh, that are uh, currently, uh, you know, have players in the program or, or have had that recently, and then uh, the, the support of uh, businesses in Clayton. Uh, all went a, a great distance to making the project viable um, and then also support by the school district um, allows us to get where we are now and that that whole process took about three years and I felt like I've I've learned a whole lot about fundraising that I'd be just fine forgetting um, <laughs> but I uh, did learn a lot and then on top of that uh, just the construction side of things because they're um, there's just a lot in any project, whether it's a home remodel or, or something as ambitious as this, there's just uh, a lot of parts and pieces that go to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, we can all see um, the ground is broken on the project. Uh, it's coming together. Where are we at right now um, with construction of the field? Well, I, I kind of mentioned it. It seems like any project like this or otherwise, it, they tend to uh, not go quite as fast as you'd like. <laughs> and. and as, as they progress, sometimes not as, as cheap as you like. Uh, it seems like time adds and, and sometimes costs add. Um, but, uh, you know, one of the just things you can't get rid of is, is what's in the ground. And we found out uh, 
last week or the week before is that there was a lot of uh, basically the, the site, the footprint of the site had been for some of its history kind of a dump site. Yeah. And so we were pulling a lot of those things out of the ground, pieces of metal, appliances. I heard a car fender. I didn't see it, but I heard a car <laughs> fender came out of left field. And so that kind of uh, caused us to need to pause and kind of be strategic about how we're going to deal with that. But uh, we've gotten past that hurdle, and, and certainly this last about week and a half, um, getting a lot of work done with the uh, general drainage system. Right. Um, once we get past that, there's a uh, stabilization uh, of the soil in the field. It's called lime stabilization, which is required just to make sure the soil is compact enough. And then uh, and we get into electric. We start seeing uh, some tangible progress. It might look like a field when we get to uh, fencing and um, the, uh, the actual turf, you know, that's going to go down. Uh, a, a neat part of it that doesn't have a whole lot of comparison now but i think will in the near future is switching lights over to led lights right um which obviously are, are, are a lot more efficient but also are a lot more effective and i think it's gonna have a really neat effect on the field where uh the led lights are so direct um that they um you know they like to feel better for uh the benefit of play but there's also um it's so direct that there's like no bleed yeah. uh, outside the footprint of the field and so I think it's going to be a neat effect where the field's going to be really, really bright, kind of like Stuber Gym. We just turned right. that over. Um, but, you know, in the bleachers, it's going to be a little more dim, and there's also some uh, some low wattage lighting that we're going to put in there just so we can uh, be able to walk down the sidewalks and not, not trip in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that all sounds really great. Um, so what do you envision the field is going to uh, – like what purpose do you think it's going to serve for both the baseball team – uh, Clayton community, possibly other athletic teams at Clayton. Mm -hmm. If we get our brain around this, it's really going to be a stadium, mm -hmm. right? And what we have right now is a is a field that we've worked really hard to make very very serviceable, but it, it can't be confused in any way with the stadium. This is going to be a stadium. Um, eventually, we'll have a press box. Uh, immediately, we're going to have a scoreboard that, uh, in in terms of any baseball fields around, doesn't bear any comparison. It's going to be a full. Uh, LED scoreboard, uh, digital scoreboard, where we can um, uh, really limitless in terms yeah. of the types of programming, uh, the the advertising we can do, and the way that we can promote our our student athletes. Uh, so if we kind of let that lead, the fact that this is going to feel like a stadium. Now we're going to be able in the fall have our uh, field hockey student athletes uh, compete in a stadium, um, where they're going to be able to have more time and and less. Um, well, it just gets crowded in the fall over right. a gay because, you know, football and soccer and field hockey, this will uh, lighten that load. And then also softball players are going to be able to play uh, in, a, in a real stadium. Yeah. Um, our, uh, you know, physical education classes are going to have a right next door, this awesome facility that's going to be all, all weather for them and a lot more reliable than uh, what we have right now. Uh, and then the youth soccer uh, in, in Clayton Parks and Rec, and the opportunity for revenue is uh, limitless, uh, mm -hmm. certainly uh, summertime baseball. Uh, but beyond that, uh, various and different clubs that uh, are always looking for a place to play, particularly when it's turf, the field hockey clubs in town, the lacrosse clubs in town. So it, it will, uh, like I said, it, it's going to be first class. Mm -hmm. um, statement of obvious, but maybe it, it's... It, kind of hides in the background but uh, we don't have any neighbors around the field yeah uh, so you know we're some places in town that have built fields that are you know close to you know homes and everything they need to kind of limit uh, lights need to limit noise we, we really aren't going to have uh, those same kind of restrictions on it yeah 
Yeah, I think everybody in the community is definitely really excited um, to see what the field will look like and how everyone will use it. Um, what does the timetable look like for completion um, to the point where it'll be used for every sport, every um, community event, things like that? Yeah, you, you ask a good question. It's a question that I've asked a lot, and <laughs> I think I'm getting somewhat notorious with uh, our uh, maintenance staff and uh, the, the construction companies that are doing the work because uh, I'll invariably look at the calendar on a particular time and, and start to panic and wonder, and is this going to get done? And we've got a schedule, and we, we have some really neat uh, things planned, actually, to, to open the field uh, at the end of March, um, hosting teams from out of town, among other things. Um, so I... I've been assured uh, that we're in good shape and this is going to safely be ready to fly uh, by the time we have uh, our spring season. And it's just one of those things for me. It's, um, it, it can't be soon enough. Um, you know, one of the things that, again, can hide the background with this is uh, everybody knows that uh, it's always a little bit hotter on turf, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it holds heat uh, differently than like a natural surface would. Well, uh, that always applies. So when it's 35 degrees outside and maybe too cold to go out and really have a good baseball practice, well, really it's going to be about 10 degrees warmer than that. It's going to be right. like 45 degrees on the mm -hmm. turf. So um, there's so many different ways that this is going to um, support us. Specific to baseball, uh, early in our season, we have three weeks of practice before we play our first games. And if you take that time frame and compare to like major league guys that are down spring training for six weeks or eight weeks for pitchers and catchers, uh, three, three weeks is obviously not, not very much. And then when you're doing that in St. Louis in March uh, in a field that at that point in time is both <laughs> thawing and then trying to dry and then it thaws a little more and it tries to dry, um, you know, it's not unique that we might have a couple workouts on our field right. before we're uh, competing for real. Well, uh, now we're going to have confidence that uh, we'll be able to have some really good practices and, and cover a lot of ground. The, the, the field is going to help us in an all-weather sense to save games, both in the fall and the, in the spring. But uh, for us as coaches, we're just so excited about uh, the ability to be able to, to, be able to practice more, uh, to get better. And the better we get, the more fun we're going to have. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Absolutely. Um, so switching gears a little bit, mm -hmm. um, as we kind of mentioned, a lot of the people that we've been interviewing so far have been student athletes. So um, it's kind of hard to for them to kind of think of like who's the greatest athlete that they've seen come through Clayton because they've only really been here for four ish mm -hmm. years. Um, so for you, you've obviously coached some really great players. You've been around some really good uh, athletic teams at Clayton. Mm -hmm. So what would you say is probably the most exciting moment um, that you've been a part of at Clayton? in terms of athletics? Well, it's interesting because uh, because you asked the question like thinking about just a, an impressive athlete, uh, but also person, I immediately thought about uh, Jairus Bird, mm -hmm. uh, who transferred into high school when he was a junior and was a standout football player. And obviously that continued all the way through uh, University of Oregon and then uh, throughout a, a long um, impressive NFL career, um, but but in high school he came here as a as a junior as a football and a, and a baseball player, and um, I remember one of the first few practices we had outside. We were just uh, working on infield play, picking up ground balls, and um, I gave him some feedback on something I saw with his footwork, and uh, he turned to me and he said, uh, "Thanks, coach." And I said, "Okay, you know, <laughs> let's not be from around here." You know, and uh, uh, he was just a person that had uh, uh, 
if this makes sense, an intensity about him in terms of his work ethic and mm -hmm. his expectations that he had for himself. Uh, but he did this with just a calm um, and maybe a confidence of uh, just kind of control uh, that, that was infectious for other people. Yeah. Put other people at ease to uh, just put themselves out there and give it everything they got. Um, so there's that. And then uh, I know his, his senior year, he – uh, we played 25 games that year, and he had nine triples. <laughs> and I think probably eight of them were actually doubles where he hit a ball in the gap and then just weren't going to throw him out. And I, I actually remember coaching third base and watching him turn the corner at second and come to third and, and wondering if I was some kind of a defensive back and <laughs> I needed to try and square him up when he came off the corner. I, I don't know if I'd want to do that too much. Uh, maybe I could bump him out of bounds, but I'm not sure I could have done that either. But uh, that was really impressive. And then, uh, you know, a moment that I'll always, I'll always remember was – we won the state tournament uh, in football mm -hmm. uh, in 2005, and we were playing a, a team, uh, Webb City, out of southwest uh, Missouri, and, and Webb City at that point in time was uh, very, very good, and I think every year since then has always been very, very good. And uh, the game went back and forth, and there was a lot of points being scored, and uh, came out, uh, score was tied, went, went to overtime. Um, we got the ball first, uh, and we scored and kicked a field goal. Uh, and then they got the ball second, and there was a, I don't know, fourth and long, right? And uh, it was a broken play where we got into the, got in the backfield, and uh, quarterback was scrambling around, and it seemed like as the seconds ticked by that this was going to be it, and we were going to stop him. And then he found somebody in the back of the end zone, and so you went from you know being euphoric to being. <laughs> really tense again yeah. and then uh, we noticed that uh, they were going to actually go for two on that play <laughs> instead of kicking the field goal and it was so bizarre that uh, the state tournament was going to be defined on this singular play you know after there was so much that had gone on in the game it was just an awesome football game to watch and uh, they ran a little uh, run play uh, kind of off tackle and uh, sure enough Jairus uh, came in and uh, filled the hole and stuck the guy on the two, and, and that, that's how we won it. And it was just so exciting. He was down at the Dome. Um, it was just a neat, neat time for Clayton Athletics. And yeah. uh, um, like you said, a, a pretty special athlete that, that led the way mm -hmm. with his attitude and his approach, but also his, uh, you know, his athletic ability. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely a high point for Clayton Athletics in general. But I know for you, um, having two kids at the high school, Ty and Abby, um, what has it been like coaching Ty uh, in baseball and watching Abby and Ty uh, develop as athletes uh, during their time at Clayton? Yeah, it's interesting. I missed my first field hockey game uh, yesterday. They won. They beat uh, uh, Lindbergh 2-1. to one. But it, it was driving me crazy not to be there because I really <laughs> enjoy watching the game so much. And uh, Abby's been doing it for about five years, and it's taken me about four and a half to really understand uh, the game. Um, <laughs> But uh, I, I'm kind of proud of myself. I'm starting to understand it better. As I understand yeah. it better, it's even more fun uh, to watch. Um, but yeah, it's it's just really special. Um, first of all, that you know what athletics do for all of us is is give us an opportunity to go out and, and just have fun, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and to compete and to find out how good we can be on any given day. And when we really get it right, it's when we can surprise ourselves how good we could be or how how much we could help our team. Uh, achieve on that given day and so uh, from the parent side of things when you're watching your children experience that 
uh, fun, that joy, and then that kind of exuberation when they, uh, you know, exceed their mark and surprise themselves uh, on things that they've been able to do, success they've had. It's just, uh, it just doesn't get any better than that. And that's why I think when parents do, and a lot of them do, um, want to get their kids into athletics, that's, that's kind of the payoff and benefit um, with, uh, with both of uh, our kids. I uh, uh, initially thought that uh, I wasn't going to coach them at all. Uh, I, I remember just saying that I, I get my coaching fixed by coaching in high school and a long time ago was basketball and baseball, not just baseball. But um, I, I remember there was uh, the first baseball practice uh, that Ty had, and he was uh, pretty young, five, five years old, I think. And I, I watched the practice from the side, and I'm like, oh, this isn't going to last very long. And, and, it, and it wasn't like anybody was doing anything wrong at all. But... You know, you feel like you have a skill set. Hopefully, you yeah. do, and uh, and and I did, and I, I started uh, working with them at that point in time, and and I just I loved it. Um, we um, with Abby, it was uh, through basketball. I, mm -hmm. I couldn't coach her in field hockey. I didn't even know initially what side <laughs> of the stick to use, um, but uh, uh, but I just I, I really valued that time, and um, I remember I've. Had a few conversations with Coach Bone about that, who mm -hmm. also coached his kids throughout, and uh, uh, he 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 made sure I, I stuck to it because he said you you are really going to value coach them as long as you can um, because you're really going to value those opportunities to you know help them you know find joy in something uh, that that they love to do. And so uh, when Ty came to the high school, sometimes people ask, well, what's it like for him to be your son and play on your team and uh, we we had a lot of practice uh, yeah. at it, you know, coming up, and I almost feel like, at least for me, and who knows what Ty would say, but I almost feel like it would be stranger uh, for him not to, mm -hmm. you know, play play for us or play for me. Um, and it's, um, I don't know, it's, it's it's been a good relationship. We've, um, I think, um, both kids have um, kind of understood. Um, sort of the expectations that we have and, and hopefully everything uh, in terms of trying to be their best at least most of the time and mm -hmm. make mistakes and prove they're human and uh, staying tall in those moments and realize right. that those are great opportunities for growth. And so, yeah, we, we've had a lot of those times. That's awesome. Um, so you have uh, worked for a while and coached for a while with uh, Coach Hudson, mm -hmm. who is now the, the new athletic director. Yeah. Um, so what was it like during that that process kind of um, seeing that he might become the athletic director and then realize you're not going to get to coach with him anymore. Mm -hmm. and what was that process kind of like in kind of figuring out all of that? Um, yeah, as, it, as the spring went on and, um, and then uh, he got the job, I, I, I knew, you know, as soon as he was applying for it that he wasn't uh, going to be able to coach with us anymore. So uh, we started the wheels in motion to think mm -hmm. about um, how we could try to replace him. Um, it, He's what we've been doing together for 15 years, and there's just kind of a like an automaticity with uh, what we did, and um, uh, you know, just having an instinct on. Uh, some days you come to practice and you're still carrying this other thing that happened earlier in the day, or you're run down and tired, and you just can't really bring it with all the passion that you want to have on that given day. And then uh, it, it was just so easy for uh, for him to pick up on that or me to do it in the inverse. And um, 
so those are kind of the, the, the little things, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, and I don't know. I keep trying to think that this is an opportunity, mm -hmm. uh, for us to, um, get somebody of similar caliber and, and, uh, learn a lot from what, what they can, what they can bring with us, bring to us, I guess. Yeah. You got a question? All right. Um, so, um, we ask all of our guests that come on, we ask them to describe their coaches uh, with one word. Um, you obviously, we don't want you to describe mm -hmm. everybody on mm -hmm. the team with one mm -hmm. word, but if you could describe uh, the seniors you have this year, just as, as a group, if you could describe Leo, Will, Ty, Zach, Charlie, if you could describe all of them with one word, with what one word would that be? Wow, I didn't prep this. I, <laughs> I'm going to try and pause and go back to the last question quick while I come up with uh, one word for each of them. Um, but it, when you were talking about Coach Hudson and, and getting the position and then not being able to coach with us anymore, uh, I remember uh, right after he got the job and uh, we were at the field and uh, the players uh, learned that he got the job and they were all amped up and yeah. so excited for him and congratulations. And it happened to be Will, uh, his face kind of fell and he's like, <laughs> wait a second, that means you can't coach us anymore, right? And uh, I thought that was a poignant moment and – uh, but then an obvious one because we all knew kind of that emotion um, that we were happy for him and, and happy for Clayton Athletics in general, uh, but also know that we were going to have to uh, lose a little bit in that process. Um, all right, so one word. Um, Zach Wilson, uh, passion. Mm -hmm. um, Will Locko. Hmm. <laughs> Will's going to give it all he's got. Yeah. That's more than one word. Sorry about that. <laughs> I will take um, it as all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Leo. Um, Leo has a perfect attitude. Mm -hmm. um, he, he's got an intensity about him, and when his uh, uh, frustrations uh, occur, uh, they're really, really short-lived, and, and appreciate about him a lot because uh, – uh, especially in baseball, it's a game of failure, and it's going to happen so much. And if you can't have short memory with those things, it, you're you're not going to have any kind of success uh, at all. Um, Ty uh, is a competitor. Mm -hmm. um, is 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 what he does for us. Jill. <laughs> uh, Jill's a gamer. Gamer. <laughs> Jill's yeah. a gamer. Um, last season, uh, he, he went on a run for about two weeks where he just started running into the ball right at the time we needed to. And then um, he needs, uh, had, you know, his deck of competition and everything. And um, so it was about, a, you know, I don't know, five days or a week. And then that's tough as a hitter to just jump mm -hmm. back in, especially on that high school season, so compressed. But the uh, um, I, I'm really looking forward to this year because uh, I know he's going to give us a lot of thump in the middle of the order. Mm -hmm. So we know we kind of put you on the spot there with that, but we really appreciate you doing that for us. It's kind of, kind of what we do at the end there. <laughs> no, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, definitely excited about the baseball season coming up, seeing the new field, uh, all that. So thank you so much. No, I appreciate it. I'm flattered. I, uh, I've been following you guys, and I'm, I'm a big fan. So, so to get in thank here you. and do this has been uh, just really cool. So thank you guys. Appreciate it.
great interview we just had there with Coach Suker. Uh, kind of like we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we speak a lot with guests uh, that are student athletes or students at the school. So it was really great to see the perspective of Coach um, and somebody who is really directly related to the to the construction of the football field or the excuse me the baseball field outside yeah it definitely gave us a unique view of everything going on in the Clayton community being a parent being a coach uh working closely with uh coach Hudson the new athletic director uh really works on all facets of Clayton athletics yeah definitely someone that we've been um wanting to talk to for a long time absolutely for the podcast but also just to hear what he has to say Mm -hmm. you know um so as we do every episode some fall sports news. Um, as of today, the girls' tennis team have advanced uh, past the first round of districts, so they will be competing um, in the coming days in their second round. Um, Clayton Le- Clayton Volleyball had a had a game against Ladue. Rivalry game. Rivalry game uh, yesterday. Unfortunately, they did not win that game. Um, however, we're going to say it again. There's always districts. There's always a postseason. Um, right now, we're just working on getting better in every sport that we can um, and just, yeah, continuing to try and improve before we get to that district season. Yeah, definitely not the result uh, those girls were looking for, especially after last year, losing yeah. to do as well. Um, but I know uh, that they'll be ready for districts um, and for state if they make it there. Uh, mm-hmm. So definitely excited to see what they can do with Absolutely. the rest of their season. Um, boys soccer had a game against Brentwood. Uh, they won that game 8-1. to one. I'd like to give a quick shout out to um, freshman Charlie Huddy um, and Harry Pardo, both scoring their first goals of their high school careers. Um, hopefully, just one of many to come um, will be gone, but we're very excited to continue to keep tabs on them to see what they can do in the coming years. Yeah, final score of 8-1 to one against Brentwood. Um, dominant performance uh, by Clayton. Matheny allowing one goal. He's back uh, after missing the last game for college visit. Clark Boger was back this game. Mm-hmm. Um, Rohan suffered a slight ankle injury, but he should be ready to go for the next game. And if you missed it uh, on the Greyhound Time Instagram, uh, we had a little exclusive interview with those freshmen, as well as a little exclusive uh, ice bath video. We got the ice bath. We, 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 after, we made it work this yeah, time. Yeah, after last after time. After the Ben Brewer one, we, had to, we knew we had to have we, some redemption. Exactly. We perfected the technique Absolutely. of ice bathing, and we, we got it. So um, definitely check that out at the, Greyhound time. The boys' football team has a game on Friday, away game against Parkway Central. Um, we talked about it in the last podcast. Hopefully they can just put a couple of good drives together, continue to improve, uh, really polish themselves um, to get ready for the – for the district's postseason. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they can do. Uh, hopefully can come out with a W. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Saturday, got the um, boys' soccer versus uh, Burroughs. Mm-hmm. That's a huge game. Burroughs yeah. has been uh, playing out of their minds this season. So right. it'll be uh, definitely a challenge for the soccer team, but one that they're definitely up to, especially coming off um, a big game against Brentwood. Got some good energy. Um, turning around from that loss in the CYC championship. Yep. Uh, so we'd like to give you guys some news on the new baseball field, but we just had a whole interview on it. So I think you guys probably benefited more from hearing it from Coach Sucre than you did from us. Um, so we really appreciate some of you guys that um, contacted us in some way, um, offering an athlete that you think we should interview. We took all of those into account. We've compiled them. Uh, we have a list going. So... Again, just continue to continue to 
to contact us. Continue to tell us who you think we should interview, either on uh, Instagram at Greyhound Time, uh, or you know, just find us in the hallways. We're around. Yeah, uh, anything works. Love to hear from you guys. Any suggestions you have for the podcast? Athletes you want to see us interview? Coaches? Anything? Just let us know. So thank you for the listen. Uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Greyhound Time. <laughs>